This is the High School Football America podcast for July the 31st, 2019. I'm Jeff Fisher. Well, uh, a couple of weeks ago when I took to Twitter and, and decided we want to try and get some more areas of the country, more coaches' voices on the podcast and the radio show, uh, I gave uh, coaches out there, the HCs, the opportunity to retweet a tweet. And if they did that, they uh, were able to come on here and uh, promote their kids and their program and their coaches and everything else that goes on in their community. And one of the, uh, we'll call him a winner, everybody's a winner, I guess, but a uh, winner in the Twitter contest is the head coach at West Hampton Beach High School on Long Island. And as I told him before I started rolling the tape here, he's uh, the first guy ever from Long Island to uh, come on the, the podcast here and, and talk about football there at West Hampton Beach High School. His name is Brian Schamlaffel, and I got that out, I think, properly. And Coach is on the line now to talk a little bit about his program. Welcome to the show, Coach. Perfect. Uh, thanks, Jeff. I really appreciate you having me on. Yeah, and like I said, it's uh, it's the first time, so uh, people that have been listening for 10 years are going to get something new and fresh here. So we're going to go right to the basics so everybody around the country knows a little bit about Long Island football and specifically West Hampton Beach. I know you've had a very successful program, a longtime coach, and Bill Perry, so I want to kind of go into that. It's your second year, so set things up here for the uh, for the listeners as to what Long Island football is all about. Sure. Well, Long Island has two, two counties, Nassau County and Suffolk County. We're on Suffolk County. We're on the east end of Long Island. Uh, probably most of your listeners are probably familiar with Montauk. We're pretty close to uh, Montauk on the east end where the two forks split. Uh, we're one of the first Hamptons uh, that everybody knows about uh, in West Hampton Beach. Uh, we, we do not participate in the New York State uh, Championship. We have our own championship, the Long Island Championship, where Suffolk County plays Nassau County for the Long Island Championship. And, uh, you know, with, with uh, probably over 100 schools, it's a pretty significant championship for us to uh, be a part of. And now I know there's various divisions, so kind of set that up for the listeners as well. Well, I'm assuming like a Division One is kind of the bigger schools on down, and where do you fit in the mix? Sure. Uh, it's four divisions on Long Island. Uh, Division One, as you mentioned, which is the largest schools, Divisions Two, Three, and Four. We're in uh, Division Three. We have roughly about 1,000 uh, kids in our high school. And then you had the the opportunity to take over a, a program uh, last year, first year. Uh, Coach Perry had been there, I, I think, a couple of decades, right, or something, like a long time. Tell me what it was like to take over a program of, of that magnitude with that much success, and what were some of the things you did? What, what was your thumbprint? What made you a little different, and what did you continue in the tradition? Well, I, I've been with Coach Perry since the beginning when we, we came over together. Uh, I was a, I was a young 23-year-old uh, assistant uh, in 1997, 22 years ago. Uh, so I've been coach with Coach Perry from the beginning. So we, we established a lot of traditions uh, along those 20, uh, 22 years. Um, I kept most of it. And, in fact, you know, I, I spoke to a couple of the people in the newspapers that from the outside, they probably wouldn't notice any uh, – differences in the program when I took over. Uh, but within the program, you know, um, uh, you know, I guess there were some subtle differences. You know, we would kind of loosen things up maybe a little bit and, um, you know, um, uh, try to try to keep the bare uh, principles and structure of, of the program that were already established. Talking about West Hampton Beach High School uh, in Long, on Long Island in New York, and uh, Brian Schamlaffel is the head coach there, second year as the head man, and a lot of success. He's here to kind of talk a little bit about uh, not only the school but Long Island football, which he's done. Now let's, let's get into the tradition that you have there because there was a lot of success. How does high school football fit into the fabric of the, the school and 
and the community? Well, I, I think uh, football is, is, is pretty important to our community. Um, you know, I, I always try and, and preach that, that we're in a football town, and, and our community uh, takes football pretty seriously. Our, our Friday nights are uh, a fun place to be, and actually one of my rallying points is it's, it's the best Friday night on the east side of Long Island. Uh, we get great crowds. Uh, we have a DJ. Um, you know, I've, I've heard people describe our, our home games as electric. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And, and I think our, our community has taken pride and, and really bought into all the, the goals of our football program. And it's, uh, I'd like to think that it's, it's a sense of pride in our community. Talking with uh, Brian Shamlawful, head coach at West Hampton Beach High School on Long Island on the podcast today. Um, we're going to talk about some of the kids by name, uh, who you're expecting big things out of in the coming season. But let's take uh, turn the clock back a little bit. First year, uh, you, that tradition continued. You had a good year last year, but uh, like all uh, you know, football teams that got to play twice in a season, you came up just a little shy of your goal. So kind of recap uh, what happened last year for your team, and, and then we'll march forward to 2000. 19. Sure. We, we, we had a great regular season. We actually went undefeated in one year in a row with undefeated regular season champs. Uh, and then playoff came along. Uh, we won our first two rounds. And then we met uh, a team that we've, we, we faced several times, and they're a real great program in Half Hollow Hills West. Uh, and we, uh, we played at uh, Stony Brook University. It was a great crowd. It's a Suffolk County Championship. And we were leading 10 nothing at halftime. Unfortunately, uh, they're a great program, a great coaching staff. Uh, they, they came out strong in the second half and, and, and defeated us 21-10. to 10. Uh, But it was a great game and, uh, you know, a little disappointing, you know, especially for our seniors coming after the championship uh, their, their junior year. Um, but overall, it was a great year and, and uh, a lot of things that we – uh, we take a lot of pride in from uh, last year's season. Yeah, and I know you lost a lot of talent up front on both sides of the football, some All-Staters, and I, I'd be remiss if I didn't, since I have you on here and it's all about promotion, get some of those kids from last year before we turn the, the clock forward. Who were some of the, the talented kids that you need to replace, not only on the field, but obviously in the locker room for leadership? Sure, absolutely. Well, our, our leader last year was Liam McIntyre. He was a linebacker fullback for us. Uh, and he's going to play at Long Island University, which is a one double A school. And he, he got a full scholarship to go there. So we're really going to miss him um, being the, the leader and the driving force uh, behind the program. Uh, we're, we're losing another Division One player uh, who's attending Yale University, John Mendoza, who's, uh, and I hope everybody remembers the name because you might be hearing about him one day. He's uh, six foot eight, 320 pounds, just a, a huge human being. Uh, and, and I know Stanford was, uh, had a lot of interest in him, but he wanted to stay a little closer to home. And, you know, and, and Yale did a great job of uh, selling their program, and uh, he's going to have a great career. Yeah, uh, we also uh, lost a. Uh, you know, I, I could go on and on about kids from last year, but we had a, a senior offensive line: uh, Danny Eckhart, Jake Bennett, um, uh, Brian Mench, um, uh, Don Poppy, which is another great player for us. And our quarterback last year, Clark Lewis, was another three-year starter. So we're missing a lot, a ton of kids from last year's team, but we're hoping to rebuild from that. You know, a lot of our kids coming up to the program, they feel it's their turn and they're looking forward to that opportunity. Well, that's the beauty of high school football, right? You get to replace them every couple of years. It makes it interesting. Brian Shamlafel is on the line, West Hampton Beach High School, a very successful program on Long Island, and just talked about last year. And let's turn the clock forward. I guess before we start, because, you know, trying to set the tone, 
tone here. Um, and I, I earlier today did an interview with one of the Pennsylvania coaches, and there's no spring ball there here in Georgia. It's a huge thing. When I was in California, a huge thing as well. What's the situation you guys have as far as out-of-season practice uh, abilities? Well, we don't have spring ball either, uh, officially in New York State. Uh, we're, we're allowed to do work with the kids. Uh, there's no restrictions on that. So, But as far as like helmets and solar pads, uh, we're not able to do that. But we're able to work with our kids. We, we have like a little mini camp in the spring, and we're able to work with our kids in the summer. Um, uh, as far as skills uh, outside of strength and conditioning and, and, and speed work. Uh, so we, we, we have a pretty good handle. We see our kids all throughout the summer, and our kids are pretty dedicated and working hard for the next season. Okay, let's uh, talk about those kids and some of the boxes you want to check off in fall camp coming up. Who, who were some of the kids that returned that did some things well last year, and you expect them to kind of step it up and, like you said, fill some big holes that you have, especially up front? Absolutely. Uh, well, one, one of two of our players, our big returning players, are, is our running back, uh, Jaden Alfano St. John. Uh, he's been a three-year starter, and he was 14 All-State uh, last year. Rushed for almost 1,200 yards, 17 uh, touchdowns as a junior. Uh, we expect him to have another good year and uh, be a big part of, uh, of our offense. Uh, another player that we have coming back who's another three-year starter is Shavar Coffey. He's our middle linebacker. Um, he had 77 tackles and seven uh, sacks last year. Um, we, we expect big things out of him, and, and both of those are projected to be college players uh, after this year. Um, Jaden, I mentioned Jaden. We have his twin brother, Jesse Alfano, who started that outside linebacker for us. He's going to big, big, be a big player. We have a tight end, Aiden Kamiski. Um, he's 6'3", 190. He should be a playmaker on both sides of the ball. Those are the four guys that started for us last year and last year's team. Uh, we have some really good newcomers coming on. We have Paul Booten, who's a wide receiver for us. Jackson Hulse, who's, who's last year a kicker for us as a sophomore, uh, one of the best uh, kickers on Long Island, uh, led Suffolk County in kicking points. So we, we have a great weapon in our special teams coming back in Jackson Hulse. We do have some new linemen that are coming up. Uh, that didn't get a lot of playing last year because our offensive line was senior dominant and was so good. But we do have some kids uh, coming up through the pipeline. Chris Dalio, Dom Sarno. Um, uh, we also have uh, Kevin Dillon that's coming up. So those kids are going to be uh, itching to uh, make a name for themselves, and, and we're expecting big things from them. And I would assume, considering that you've got some tradition there, you've got a good feeder system uh, that, that kind of brings this along and walks in step with what you're doing at the high school level? We do. We're fortunate to have great JV coaches. Uh, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have uh, Jeff Dorosky, who is my head JV coach. Uh, he comes with varsity head coach experience of, of 10 plus years. Uh, and he came to the district last year. So that's a huge, huge advantage for us ha- having such a quality, uh, individual work with our younger kids. And, and our, our JV has gone back to back undefeated years. Um, you know, pretty strong JV program. And, um, we're, we're pretty excited about the kids that we have coming up. We feel that we have uh, quality and quantity kids coming up. Brian Shamloff along the line, West Hampton Beach High School on Long Island. And, Coach, one of the things that, you know, coaches around the country always, especially guys that have been at the assistant level for a long time, they always say one of the more difficult jobs they have when they take over, aside from, you know, going outside of a position or, or, or two, depending what the, the situation is there, is putting together that staff. Now, you were with Coach Perry for a long time. Staff kind of the same as it's been, or did you have to put it together and the guys you brought in? Was it a difficult task to, to figure out who fit into that mantra of what you guys do there well? 
I, I feel I have the greatest coaches on Long Island. I, I got great coaches, and those coaches, uh, the staff pretty much stayed intact. I had to fill a couple of different spots. Uh, we lost, a, uh, we actually lost over a hundred years of uh, coaching experience when Coach Perry left. Uh, Matt Cole, wow. the defensive coordinator, left, and uh, Vinny Mangano, another coach who had head coaching experience, uh, left, and they had over a hundred years uh, mm. between all three of them of coaching experience. So it was tough to replace that, that, that type of experience. Um, but we have a great young staff. Uh, we, we have one coach that played in the pros. We have uh, another coach that won a national championship at the University of Delaware. Uh, so we got young coaches that are, that are eager and, and put in the time. And I'm very fortunate as the head coach to have those guys around me. Yeah, and let's let's give them a little prop here because, you know, you are the ambassador for West Hampton Beach right now. So give me some of those names of those guys you just mentioned by, by kind of title, if you will. Sure. I have uh, Mark Johnson. He's our offensive coordinator, and uh, he, he actually went to West Hampton, which is which is a great thing to have guys that that lived in the that live in the community. That's the other thing that we have is, is all of our coaches live in the community. Mm-hmm. So there's a sense of pride that they you know they're buying in. They have there's something vested in and in, into our program. So Mark Johnson's our offensive coordinator. We have Sean Mappetit, who is our special teams coordinator. He played for. 97 when Coach Perry and I first got to West Hampton. So uh, he, he's a great a- asset to the program. We have Cole Manger, who played at Bowling Green uh, for Urban Meyer uh, and had a little bit of a uh, little stock um, in the pros with the Falcons and the Ravens and I think maybe even the Raiders. And Jesse O'Neill, who played tight end for the University of Delaware when they won the national championship in 2003, maybe. Uh, and then we have our, our quality control coach, who, who really is uh, my eyes and ears to the program, Steve Arasite, who who is another local guy who went to West Hampton Beach, who is uh, invaluable to our staff. Talking with Brian Schamlaffel, uh, West Hampton Beach on Long Island. And, uh, Coach, you've done a great job of taking us on the tour here. I've given you a lot of softballs, as I promised, to take you on the mm-hmm. tour so people could learn about it. But you, you do have the ambassador hat on right now. So what did I miss? What, what's something that people need to know, something we haven't touched here, a little newsy note or anything? You have anything for us? Well, you know, I, I think Long Island, especially New York State, uh, is, is not necessarily known for, for high school football. You, you mentioned that you're in California and Georgia, and, and I'm a high school football fan, and and, and, I, and I know uh, the great football that has pre- played across the country. But, you know, we, we play pretty good football in Long Island, too. And, you know, our kids take it serious, and our community takes it serious. You know, Friday nights are, are, are great uh uh, a great time at West Hampton Beach. And, uh, you know, we're proud of our, our program. We're proud of our kids. And we're proud of uh, the, the football that we play. And then we'll wrap it up. What are the uh, the goals for 2019? I'm sure they're lofty. Yeah, well, you know, success breeds success. And uh, uh, expectations are high. And extra, you know, and, and that is one of the things. When, when you have a successful program, you know, people, players, coaches, they, they expect more of the same. So we're, we're, we're expecting to, to be in the hunt, and uh, we expect to play good football. Our, our schedule is very tough. We play real tough teams, you know, Sayville, Half Hollow Hills West, East Islip, uh, Comswag. Um, uh, you know, it's tough for us. It's not easy. So we're, we're, um, we're expecting to be in the mix in the end, and we're looking forward to the season start. Coach, well, we've enjoyed spending a little time with you, letting you shed a little light on Long Island football, and best of luck in 2019. I really appreciate you having me on and let me talk about our program. You're very welcome. I'd like to thank Brian Schamlaffel for joining us, West Hampton Beach High School Football. Check it out. 
by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com to learn more about the program. We will continue to have our Twitter winners uh, tomorrow on the podcast. We will talk with Chuck Peterson, the head coach at Hyde Park High School in Austin, Texas. He has coached at the highest level at Air Force, where he was an assistant coach of the year for the AFCA, and then he went on to the Trinity League in Southern California, the very tough league there where he coached at Orange Lutheran. Chuck Peterson, tomorrow on the High School Football America podcast. 